There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Lisa Smazarski, Editor-in-Chief of Stylist. And I'm Alex Walker, Editor-at-Large. And together, we are your brand new workwives. Consider us the background noise to your PowerPoint presentation. The support you might need to get through a working day. Or the distraction. Yep, definitely that. Welcome to Working From Home with Stylist. Coming up in today's episode, we're talking home working ergonomics and how to soothe those newfound aches and pains working at our makeshift desks. Stylist Digital Deputy Editor Jasmine Kapocha shares her must-hear podcast recommendations. I'll be chatting to actress Emily Atak about isolating on her own and dealing with loneliness in lockdown. And TV presenter and author Vic Hope gives her top 10 songs for a kitchen disco. So it's been quite a few weeks of working from home now. Lisa, tell me, how are you making it work for you? I mean, that sounds like I've got it sorted, which I definitely don't. But I I think I found a bit of rhythm now. This week, actually, I realised I had to change something because my energy levels were really low. And actually, I checked my steps out on my phone and there was something at like 500 a day compared to like <laughs> 18,000 when I was at work. And I was like, oh, this might have a direct connection to my energy levels. So what I've started to do, so this is my working day now. So I get up in the morning, I try and have like a 20 minute walk, which is probably equivalent to how much I walk on my commute before I sit down in my bedroom, um, which is the <laughs> quietest room in my house. I've got my laptop set up on my dressing table and I'm doing a morning of work. So as you know, I have three kids. Afternoon is home learning. I'm doing that inverted commas because obviously... Uh, some of it isn't very learning. Um, and then actually I have to swap again with my husband in the evening and both of us working till like 10, 11 o'clock at night. So I definitely don't think I've sorted, but I do think I've got some rhythm. I've also introduced a hit class into the middle of the day because I needed some pointers that I was like separating and also to sort of stop me thinking about work actually as I went to spend my time with the kids because I just was really struggling with that. So I finally got a bit of shape of the day. It's pretty exhausting. I don't think it's perfect. I was going to say, there's not a lot of um, time for you there. There is not (laughs) not a lot of box set watching. Um, No, but you know, I'm allowing myself, you know, a 20 minute walk and a 25 minute hit class in the middle of the day. You know, I'm how indulgent. (laughs) I know. And actually it means no TV, no entertainment. It's tough. It's really tough. Um, I feel like I can't complain because I'm still able to work and you know, get paid and all the rest of it. 
but it's it's a tough routine but I get used to it what how about you have you got it working so you've got a similar setup to me yeah it is really similar to you actually I also have three children so um there's a lot of juggling going on I um I'm working similar hours I get up um work from roughly half eight until about two when I take over homeschooling <laughs> there's there's no schooling I'll leave that all to my husband um I tend to do more of the the active stuff I'm the PE teacher of the family you're the fun one that's I'm the fun it. one yeah um we just trash the house um and go out go out to some random woods somewhere um and then exactly the same once the kids are in bed I'm working again at night so whilst it is managing to enable me to stay on top of work and to stay on top of kids I mean, people keep trying to say, let's have a Zoom chat at night. And I just want to laugh because <laughs> oh, one, there's God. nowhere there's no to fit it that. in. And two, I've got nothing left to give. If I can, if I've just started watching uh, Unorthodox, which is excellent. But uh, yeah, one, one episode of that max. Um, and then everything else is either work or looking after the kids. So it's it's not exactly uh, work-life balance, but it's it's how it's working it's making it work isn't it that that's the reality it's where we are right now yeah and how is your physical setup is that you know it's not exactly conducive to uh, the best output when it's in your bedroom I have a laptop perched and it is on the edge actually it's hanging off as I speak to you now um, of a dressing table of which I'm sitting on a very hard plastic chair so my back is knackered but it's the same for everyone you know I've got friends who live in flat shares and it's too noisy in their communal area so they're working from their beds um, Helen mm. our entertainment director she had a really noisy neighbour next to her lounge so she was forced to go work in the bed and you know obviously you're hunched up it's so bad for mm. you um somebody another colleague has taken to working from an ironing board because their back's hurting oh, so yes. much from hunching over a laptop all the time my husband um as you know matt happens to be a chiropractor um which has meant my back is is surviving but he yeah all my friends and all my family are contacting him all the all the time at the minute saying, Aha, I'm in agony. This is killing my back. What can I do? Um, so even though it feels really weird to introduce my husband into this podcast, I actually thought he would be a really useful person um, to give a few tips um, on how to combat back pain when we're working in these really different circumstances just to do him a little plug which again I find quite embarrassing and I'm sure you want to, <laughs> to laugh at me uh, Matt is head of physical therapy for uh, EF pro cycling team so actually he would normally be preparing for the Tour de France right now instead he's in lockdown annoying me um he also works for a couple of Premier League football teams and a clinic in London. Um, you're going to really laugh at this next segment, Lisa, because we both sound so serious, which we neither of us normally do. Um, but we realised we were either going to have to both go in work mode or we would uh, either laugh or have a massive argument throughout. Uh, <laughs> so here is Matt telling us how we can fight back pain. How about then if you can give me some really specific tips um, to our listeners today on how they can tweak their setup and routine to reduce working from home backache? Key thing is your workstation, right? This is working from home. This is not sort of hanging out from home and sort of dabbing on a laptop. So most of the time, what we want to find is get a good system set up with your workstation. So you want to adjust your chair, 
make sure your chair kind of fits you as best as it can, especially if you share the chair or you share the desk or you share the dining table with other people who also might be working from home. Um, so you want your feet flat on the floor, you want your knees bent, you want to have the computer directly in front of you. You kind of want to keep your hips a little bit above your knees so, you're sort of, uh, so your thighs are tilted down towards, towards your knees. When you sit in the chair, it's kind of important you, you maintain or try and maintain good posture in a chair. So shift your bum back into the chair. Try and keep your shoulder blades touching the back of the chair. Try and keep some relaxation in your arms and shoulders. And just kind of as you would if you're at work, imagine that you know your colleagues are around you and you wouldn't be sat slumped in the chair there. So just try and adopt some good posture um, while you're in the chair. On top of that, other things you want to do, which is super, super important, is take regular breaks, right? I always tell my patients when they're at work, I don't want you sat in that chair for any longer than 40 minutes because what happens when you sit in one position, the joints start to stiffen up. That's just a natural phenomenon. We start to sort of tilt our heads further towards the TV, uh, towards the monitors and the screens and stuff. So now when you're at home, given the stresses and strains are a little bit more ramped up because we have less than ideal working situation, every 20 minutes, get up, move your body. And that can be just enough to pop to the toilet, go and touch one wall, touch the other wall, just move a little bit. I've heard a lot of people and seen pictures on Instagram um, of people working on their ironing boards. So having standing desks, it's quite trendy these days. What do you reckon to that? Yeah, I think in an ideal situation, having standing desks can be can be good, but it's all, it's more about pattern breakers is, what, is the best way to describe it, doing something different. So if you sat down for 20 minutes with your, with your laptop on the dining room table, for example, maybe take it over to the kitchen side and, and stand up and do a bit of work there or maybe take it to the ironing board and stand up and do a little bit of work there just to change the heights change the stress and the strains onto your body is there anything that you can do to kind of stretch it out whilst you sat at your desk the first thing you can do is kind of sit nice and upright whilst you're at your desk still try and turn your head to the left as far as you can slowly over a count of three seconds and then all the way to the right as far as you can for three seconds kind of do that three times um in either direction that helps to just loosen up your joints and muscles in and around your neck area. Uh, another good way to loosen up your upper back and neck is in that position. So while you're sat facing your computer, reach both arms above your head. So your palms are facing forward and your sort of thumbs are almost touching each other above your head. And what you wanna do is over a count of 10 seconds, just reach your arms up as high as you can while sat down in your chair, maintaining a light, nice long tall spine and posture. And once you've reached up as high as you can for 10 seconds, just for two or three seconds, push one inch higher with your left hand and then relax and one inch higher with your right hand and then relax. And just do that a couple of times on each side. That can help to reduce some tension in your upper back and shoulders too. Okay. And if, um, despite making some of these changes, your back pain persists and it's just really niggling you, making work really difficult, what specific exercises can you recommend? The biggest thing you can do, which is free and easy, is go out for what I, what I call a very purposeful walk. What that means to me is, basically, if you imagine there's a light beam coming from your chest, that light beam wants to be shining way up into the houses, into the distance. You wanna have your eyes where you're looking at when you're walking, you wanna be noticing the tops of the trees in the distance and the, um, and, and, the, and the buildings in the distance. Keeping your chest up, keeping your head up, maintaining a try and maintain a long, tall spine while you are walking. And the other thing that I, try to sort of um, try to push is focus on your arm swing and by that focus on when you're walking your arms will swing naturally but try and bring your focus on the arm swinging backwards because that will create a natural um, stride pattern 
a natural pendulum motion to your to your walk and to your gait. 10, 15, 20 minutes of that a day can, can work wonders for sort of walking yourself better rather than a 10, 15 minute walk when you're just sludging around. Can actually, you can walk yourself worse. Oh, so many good tips in there. I have to say, Matt did actually once fix my hip for me. So I do trust him entirely because I genuinely thought I wouldn't ever be able to run again and he got me literally up and running. Um, what am I going to take from this? I think I'm quite pleased actually that he's saying that it's good to know we're not doing permanent damage because actually you feel so twisted up. It feels so full on. I mean, I've got a bit in the middle of my back that's just permanently hurting. So that's kind of reassuring. And it's really nice to know I'm doing some things okay already. So my seat height and things, my laptop is in completely the wrong place. So I'm going to move that. Um, I love that idea of walking with purpose. That's going to make my commute walk very exciting. I have, I do have a slight problem with people who speed walk and do speed walking arms. They make me a bit angry. I don't know why. <laughs> Don't know if I can do that. Um, but, you know, I'm going to puff the chest out and, uh, you know. Get that superhero pose working. Right. Yeah, I think that it's a really lovely description, actually. I can really imagine how you do it. So I'm definitely going to do that, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you, Matt. Um, I'm going to take that as payback for all those hours I spent editing his book on back pain and back injuries. <laughs> um you can find out more about Matt at Matt Rabin, which is spelt R-A-B-I-N dot com. Um, you can also watch some really simple exercises to alleviate back aches and pains on stylist.co.uk. Outside of work, I am still struggling to find things to do I mean there's very little time that isn't taken up with working or catching up with friends and having zoom chats and things but I just don't know what to put on tv or what to do in the evenings I still find myself wasting time what are you what are you doing when you're not working I am literally wasting time on tiktok like some old nan I've um, finally discovered it uh, about five, five months after everybody else oh it's addictive um yeah it's something once you start you just can't stop it's quite hypnotic um and then last weekend i found myself trying to learn one of the dances um, oh now you know it's really and i over. was re really 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 disappointed in myself to be honest with you really really especially because i couldn't even do it and, and <laughs> which one was it elderly what? people on there but was it the blinding lights one? Oh, i can do that one okay yeah, i have learned that one <laughs> um yes so that is if I'm not working, I'm trying to learn TikTok dances. Yeah, that that's going to pass quickly. I feel for TikTok. It's probably all over now. We're all trying to do dances. <laughs> I am trying to re-embrace the entertainment podcast that I would normally listen to on my commute. I think there's so much um, association between your commute and that your regular podcasts and it's easy to forget them in your home routine, I think. So um, I've gone back to one of my favourites, which is BBC World Service, Things That Made the Modern Economy, long name. And it's it's really interesting and they're really short sound bites. So they can be anywhere between 10 and 20 minutes and they cover everything from the history of the pencil to sanitary towels. So I, I feel like I'm giving my brain some stimulation, something else to think about outside are you are you listening to any podcasts I know you've got a favorite one haven't you um am I yes I do I I love podcasts and like you say I used to spend 
every commute that was my podcast time and that's been taken away um and I find them quite distracting especially when I'm working so the one I'm listening to when I'm working is Bon Appetit's Foodcast Bon Appetit's an American food magazine which I love um and it's basically um a chat between the editor of that magazine and the contributors um, and so you kind of learn little snippets of, it might just be about a recipe, it might be about the workings of a magazine, but it's a really easy one to have on in the background and give you a bit of a co bit of company when you're working. So I love that one. Uh, the other one that I've just started listening to on my hourly walks, because uh, it, it needs a lot more attention, is one called Dissect. Uh, it's basically where they take albums, um, and it, often they're albums that I've never even listened to, but they dissect track by track in real detail and it yeah it's a kind of nerd thing but it's really interesting and they've just done Beyonce's Lemonade which I mean I'm I'm her number one fan you really are her number one fan yeah I am and for much longer than everybody else <laughs> of course. I'm talking old school Destiny's Child number one fan uh, yeah but they've just done Lemonade and it's brilliant it's all, all about how she's uh she rewrote the narrative of her being a victim Mm. after the um solange lift uh oh, video right. when yeah yeah so it's yeah it's that's really good it takes it, it is an intense listen though so it's uh it's not one to have on in the background i spoke to jasmine capocha who's our digital deputy editor and she is a woman in the know particularly when it comes to entertainment so i have asked her to share her five best podcast recommendations so here's what she thinks we should be listening to in lockdown Okay, so the first podcast I would love to recommend is called Home Cooking and it's by Samin Nosrat, who you might know from Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. It was a brilliant book that came out a few years ago and then it became a Netflix documentary series and now we have the podcast, which is really exciting. And it basically takes you through everything and anything to do with cooking at home. Seeing as we're all having to do that at the moment because we're stuck in our houses, this podcast is here to kind of help you through that and be a bit of a guiding light. And it's really fun and I love people talking about food um, and what excites them and why they put certain things together and also the, like the really nitty gritty sciencey bit of it so if you're anything like me you'll really enjoy getting stuck in to this one next up we've got a podcast that i've been waiting a very long time for um it comes from the brilliant women behind slaying your lay in the black girl bible which was a fantastic book the two women behind the book yomi and elizabeth two best friends since uni um came up with this brilliant idea to bring together everything that it means to be a young black british woman today into a book that's kind of become i mean as they say a bible <laughs> um for a lot of young women in the uk and then last year they released an accompanying journal and this year we've got a podcast and you know an extra window into their lives to the specific challenges that we're facing in society at the moment and also like the really fun stuff you see on twitter and current affairs and all those little bits that you're talking about with your friends at the moment they're probably talking about it too and if you want to stay up to date and listen in real time the podcast only launched on the 24th of april so you're not too far behind if you'd like to catch up Bringing you a podcast from the other side of the Atlantic now, we have Dying for Sex. It's a heart-achingly wonderful story about a woman called Molly, um, who is best friends with the host, Nikki, um, who helps tell this story. But Molly was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. 
and it really nudged her to take a look at her life through different eyes and she left an unhappy marriage and went out into the big bad world to go get her kicks basically and it's hilarious there are so many stories of raucous wild wonderful sexual encounters which makes the whole thing very juicy um to say the least up next we have a truly inspirational podcast called to the women it's hosted by broadcaster and presenter june sarpong and essentially it's a collection of love letters from incredible women to the other incredible women who have shaped influenced or inspired them throughout their lives and you'll laugh you'll probably cry i certainly did but it's a beautiful beautiful celebration of sisterhood Next up, we have a really funny one, and I promise it's actually funny, you will laugh. It's called Locked Together. You might have heard of it already or seen it floating around on a few celebrity social media accounts recently. Um, but it's basically your favourite comedians getting together over Zoom, video calling each other to check in on how they're doing and dealing with this whole coronavirus thing. And it's really nice. It's really charming. It's very, very British. The sort of humour that I imagine a lot of us are craving at the moment so definitely give that one a go oh there's so many good recommendations in there i mean and a few of my favorite people as well i'm really excited about this so june sarpong obviously a good friend of stylist and always got so inspiring so much so much energy that woman honestly she every time i've ever met her or interviewed her i just feel buoyant afterwards yeah, she, 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 I always say she's one of the most inspiring people to actually meet in the flesh. She, like you said, she's got this energy, but also she remembers everyone and connects everyone. She's, she's a powerhouse. I love her. The Slay in the Lane um, women are fabulous. Yomi and Elizabeth, they've obviously done a few things for us at Stylist. And actually, we've got a book coming out later this year. And I've really recently read the essay that they've written for that. And that's all about how they work together and stay friends. So I love, I, I sort of liken them a bit to us, Alex, because they've obviously worked together. They're great friends. And actually, their dynamic is really interesting. So excited about that. But my favorite has got to be this look together. I hadn't heard about this. Yeah, that sounds great. But dying for sex is, uh, is my next listen. That sounds so good. Um, and I love anything that kind of hits all the po- hits all your emotional points that can make you laugh and then cry in the next breath. I love stuff like that. And Samin Nosrat is one of my favourite people. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Her cookbook's excellent. Uh, the the documentary series that she did, if you call it a documentary, but her the series she did for Netflix. She's just such a lovely, warm woman. You want to eat everything she cooks. Um, and I like jazz love um hearing people talk about food so those are my two well we basically have recommended everything that she's recommended so you know that's the sign of a good list isn't it um you can hear more of our podcast recommendations in our earworm series on stylist.co.uk cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plushcare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. For many people, this lockdown period is really tough. Obviously, we've spoken a lot about isolating with families. Um, but there are a huge amounts of us who are isolating on their own. And that was something we wanted to explore a bit more during this time. So keeping motivation, keeping focus, not feeling lonely while you're at home in isolation. Somebody who has been speaking a lot about this online at the moment is the actress Emily Atak. So she kindly gave some of her time to me to tell me what life was like when you're isolating alone. What is a typical day like for you? Okay, I would say I'm quite honest, so I'm just going to be honest. Um, I I would love to say that it's getting up really early, putting workout gear on and going for a run or doing yoga or, you know, having some kind of routine. I, I haven't exercised once in this lockdown, not once. That is um, fine. I, I, I yeah, because, I, I mean, in the normal world, I, I can't bear exercise. I do it because I have to, I, you know, I have a PT and things, but I have somebody literally pushing me to do it. Um, so, you know, well, well maybe that's one of the perks. Um, I'm not being pushed to do any exercise, but, uh, well, apart from everybody online pushing. Um, but I, I get up, I, I sort of naturally wake up about half eight, nine, half nine, um, I, I check in with my sister. My sister's my agent. I've got I've got kind of an amazing management team that I'm always in contact with. We sort of touch base um, and talk about sort of my my diary for the day. What what I could maybe get done. What wouldn't be possible. And then I sit and watch this morning till about twelve, and then I get ready for the day. I I I'm trying to get ready earlier now. Mm. I'm tr- I. I, I'm I'm trying to get into the habit of as soon as I get get up, I just get ready rather than sitting around in pajamas till midday. It's just it's depressing. I found that actually sort of making the effort to you know wash your hair and dry it, straighten it, put your makeup on, mm. it does make me feel more normal. And I I actually said this the other day: don't make your dressing gown become your depressing gown. Oh um, yes, very good. I I go for walks. I go for walks in workout gear to sort of feel like I've done you know something do you find the days long yeah they they kind of hours are really different at the moment in normal in the normal world you do things at certain times so you you have breakfast in the morning you have mm. lunch at lunch I just now eat when I'm hungry yeah raise yeah and just kind of like I, I but I do I do get the thirst on I get the thirst on it about <laughs> I mean it's getting earlier it's getting earlier <laughs> I, I try not to have a drink before, like, 6pm. Okay, that's respectful. Five. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not necking the wine, you know. I've, I've actually stayed off the wine. I've treated myself to a bit of wine at the weekends. I just I have my little vodka and slimline tonics in the evening, a couple of those, and, you know, that's it. I'm sort of unapologetically being myself at the moment because I just think, 
I, I, I'm, I, you know, I, we're all, we're all kind of doing this together. It's a really difficult time. Um, and I think it's, I think it's also a good time if, you know, if you have an online platform to show people who you really are and what mm. your room looks like and, and the fact that you don't do, you know, you don't do the washing up until the next day. And, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's really, it's a really interesting time. We're all kind of getting an insight into, into everybody's private life, like literally physically, mm. you know, people, people know now what each other's living rooms look like and I just think I'm just kind of going with it I'm just kind of like rolling with it and kind of going yeah this is me this is who I am how do you feel each day how are you feeling the second I wake up I I feel crap Mm. uh if I'm being totally honest the second I wake up I go oh no and then I open the blinds and this it's this is literally how my mind is not not always um but at the moment, yeah, I wake up, I go, oh, God. And then I open the blinds, have a shower, and I'm fine. Mm. And then there'll be, like, a few hours later, I'll have, like, a dip again. What are the dips? What's the, oh, God, what's the dips? Just to sort of, some, sometimes I get this overwhelming sense of, like, oh, my God, this this situation is so terrible. And, oh, my God, the, so many people have died. And it's, God, it sounds so morbid, but, like... Uh, you know, I could put, I'll put the news on and then, and that, oh, that'll, that'll set me off. I'll mm. just be, I'll see a terrible, another death and, you know, another hundreds of deaths and the sight of an NHS worker now in their scrubs doing their thing, it's become such a familiar sight and it's just, it's so harrowing and it's, it's just, so, yeah, it's harrowing times and I'm just, I'm a very sensitive person and I'm I'm so sensitive to my surroundings and everything that's going on around me and I just feel heartbroken for everybody. So when I do have, like, these dips, I just kind of think, I ring my mum or I ring my sister, we will FaceTime each other and I just, and then I, I look at my life and I go, right, my life's amazing, everyone's well, everyone's safe, so today is a perfect day. Do you feel lonely during this period? I, I'm careful with the word lonely because... I am the opposite of lonely in life. I've, I'm surrounded with love and people and amazing people. My, you know, my friend, I've got the most incredible friends. I've got the most amazing family. You know, I don't have a fella. People seem to be obsessed with that. Um, and that's, <laughs> wow, that's woman, no partner. Amazing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I know, and it's, I, I talk about this all the time. People are so obsessed with that. And people kind of go, but, you know, do you feel lonely? You know, you're 30 and you're by yourself. I'm like, I am not by myself. Like, yeah. okay, I haven't got someone to have a little roll around with in the evenings, but that will come. And I, I talk about this all the time. It really frustrates me when people say, how why are you still how are you still single oh, as, if, as if it's something it's I'm worst. doing wrong yeah it's not like the last the, my previous relationships I have ended them because they weren't right for me yeah I think the answer there is I've not met a man good enough for me yet yeah <laughs> what what or who are you missing the most whilst you're in isolation oh um I'm missing the pub and that's going to sound very uh you know we're all sort of saying that but the pub <laughs> The pub isn't just a pub for me. The pub is, it's where we all get together. It's where me and my family get together. It's where my, me and my friends get together. We all, a pub really represents something so much more. It's, it's so much more than just a, you know, a place we can all just go and get pissed in. It's like, we all, we have the longest conversations in the pub. Mm. We talk about everything. Every topic is covered in a pub. 
every hug and we all hug each other in pubs and every and we have the world cup in the pubs when we're all together when we're uniting moments yeah have you seen any changes in yourself as a result of being on your own for the last month it just kind of reaffirms to me how strong i am i think i i i'm very quick to doubt myself in life sometimes and mm. i always surprise myself whenever i'm faced with a challenge i always rise to the occasion always and i make sure i do I um I've, I've read this quote the other day. A challenge allows us to be our best, or something like that. The challenges in life they give you that chance to show who you are and show how strong you are. Uh, and I'm kind of yeah, I'm just kind of doing that. I think I like surprising people. Um, I've I sort of try and do that in every aspect of my life, even in my career. You know, I did it in the with the jungle. Everyone was like, "Are you sure you can actually go and live in a?" jungle live in the dirt outside and eat kangaroo bollocks you know for three weeks and I it, it's almost like the more people kind of question it the more I really want to prove them wrong um and I think with this yeah I think it's just it just it just reaffirms to me that I do have strength in me and I'm you know and I'm brave and yeah I, I think I'll come out of this feeling quite proud of myself really Mm. you've spoken in the past about your mental health and um having suffered from depression yeah how have you been protecting your mental health through this period I like to just give myself a bit of a break I, I I've just learned through the years like when I said earlier you know when sometimes I wake up in the morning I go oh 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 mm. um I now just know the little things that are just going to make that better so I, I don't fall behind with things I don't allow the um things to pile on top of me because before in the past, when I felt that way and I want to be an ostrich and bury my head, I, I've, I've let, I, I just go, no, I'm not going to get that done today. And then the laundry pile gets bigger, the work pile gets bigger, mm. and you're just making more work for yourself. You're making it worse and you get yourself into a rut. Um, I just really, really try not to do that anymore. So if I'm feeling that way, I just go, right, okay, open the blinds, wash your hair, um, make yourself a nice breakfast, you know. I sort of taught myself through it and I taught myself out of it. Mm. Have you ever been given any good advice or tips um, that you use that you would recommend to anyone who might be feeling like that at the moment? Do you know, I, I think sometimes people don't need advice. I think sometimes people just need to be heard mm. and people just need people just need you to listen. And sometimes I, I'll be that friend that just listens and gives you a hug and just says, it, it, you're feeling this way and that is fine and you just have to accept like accept your feeling that way accept the feelings let them happen I think that's good advice though isn't it because so often and we know this ourselves you don't want someone to fix it for no, you yeah I don't need a solution and that's why I have therapy you know I have professionals that that try and provide solutions and things I I like when I go to my mum or my sister or my friends I don't always need a solution I just need yeah we just need we need a hug and we just need a chat how are you feeling about the next couple of weeks ahead? We've obviously got a couple more weeks in this position. Um, right now, I feel I feel good. I feel like it's just, you know, hopefully just another few weeks. We, we can do it. This has massively helped me set me mm, up me for the day, this conversation. And I feel like I'm looking forward to the next, you know, to being out in a few weeks, being out like we're in jail. Um, we keep saying that, we keep going when we get out. Um, <laughs> I, I feel good and I and it's it, it's getting closer and I can't wait to see my family and my friends. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. These tears are they're not they're not sad sympathy tears at all. They're the opposite. I'm I, I'm just Emotional. I'm overwhelmed. 
yeah, I'm, I've, and I feel good. I feel good today. Uh, and I, yeah, I just had a sudden thought then of seeing all my friends and family in a few weeks and I can't wait. And I'm just so sad and sorry to anybody that has lost somebody and they, you know, they can't, they can't look forward like that. And that is, I feel so lucky that I can look forward like that, you know? Yeah. I think it's just given us a chance to put things into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When you are alive and healthy and your family and friends are alive and healthy, that is a perfect day. Oh God, she really got me there. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oof. Um, but it, I mean, it, that is so true. Uh, and it's something I feel all the time at the end of the day when you've had, you know, kids screaming, work stress, but then you just have to put it all in perspective and say, yeah, mm. we're lucky. Yeah, she's got a really, really positive attitude, actually, which I, th- I think is incredible. And particularly as a young woman on your own to be able to try and to keep that PMA and keep going whilst, you know, people are isolating with their partners, with their families and things. It can be very tough. Mm. And and I know, you know, that I know quite a lot of people who are isolating on their own and they're, they're doing exactly the same, trying to keep really positive. But of course, they also do feel really lonely and they are, especially now, you know, with the extension of the lockdown, mm. um, they're starting to struggle quite a quite a lot mm. with the loneliness with just wanting to touch somebody with wanting to hug somebody mm. um with wanting to see somebody because whilst you know we can zoom chat as much as we want it is absolutely not the same as seeing somebody in person well this is it and I think you, it's very easy to feel that people are having very different experiences I mean we feel that with the security of people around us and I can imagine that's only amplified if you feel separated from that. And I think it's no coincidence actually that the lockdown was extended and then the government obviously released their investment in their campaigns around loneliness last week. And um, as well as investing in lots of charities and support groups, they are asking everyone to do their bit to try and help people and to reach out to people who they think might be lonely at the moment. Mm. I'm making a real effort to um, call my grandma uh, at least once a week you know she's brilliant fun it's not it's by no means a hardship she's uh hilarious but you know she's on her own and mm. i i just can't imagine um how lonely she must feel i also made a point of um, reaching out to an author called claire chamberlain who's just written um a book called unlonely um just to get some tips for anybody who is listening who is really struggling with mm. loneliness right now um about what they can do um which i'll just go through a few Um, So one thing she said, which really resonated, was to just really try to focus on the present moment. Um, Obviously, that's quite difficult when um, when we're trying to preempt when this is finally going to end. But rather than fast forwarding to the future or um, thinking about amazing times in the past, we really need to spend time, a little bit of time in our day focusing on the present moment exactly as it is. Another thing she suggested is, um, as you just said, was to think of ways you can help others, kind of shifting your attention away from your own loneliness um, and finding ways that you can help others can make you feel more connected to those around you, as well as lifting your own mood. There are actually so many different ways to volunteer your time right now, and even the smallest acts of kindness can make a difference to you. And then finally, she suggested something which, you know, we hear about all the time, which is practicing self-care. You know, think of the advice that you'd give to a friend if they told you that they were lonely right now. You might suggest they get lost in a brilliant book, uh, watch their favourite film. Now it's time to take your own advice. 
practicing self-care won't change the current situation, but being kind to yourself can make this period of isolation a much more pleasant experience. Yeah, and it's so easy to forget that, isn't it? Particularly when I think about others. Um, when I was reading the government advice, I was really taken with the recommendation that we all reach out to someone. And I was chatting to an executive coach that we are working on a project with, um, and his name is Russell, and he works for a company called Pearls and Poison. And he was say he said something that really um, sat with me actually, which is obviously we're all making these Zoom conversations. You talk about calling your grandmother, but that might be reaching out to a friend or a colleague. And often we're like, you know, we're lying on our sofa. It's just another thing to do in our day. And he spoke about actually for these people you're talking to, it might be the most important thing that happens to them today. So almost like gearing yourself up, getting dressed, sitting up, not lying down, making sure you put the effort in because actually if that, that could be a call to a parent or a family member, but when it's the most important thing that can happen to them that day, they deserve a bit more of your time and energy. Yeah, completely agree. And that is making me feel quite guilty because every single one of my Zoom chats is me horizontal on a sofa, <laughs> half watching TV at the same time. Sorry, friends. I want to take a moment to just thank Emily Atak again for absolute honesty in our interview. If you are isolating alone, then do follow her on Instagram because I think her candor and her honesty that she's sharing is really quite supportive to anyone in the same situation. Finally, if you are suffering with feelings of loneliness, then do look on the NHS website for more advice. Now on to matters of the totally inane, but to be honest, my kind of chat. This week's Celebrity Top 10 is courtesy of Vic Hope, TV presenter, activist and author. She is ranking her top 10 songs to have a kitchen disco to. Let's find out what is at number one. My top 10 tracks to dance around the house to, because this time it's just so important, isn't it, to look after both our physical but also our mental health. And nothing makes me happier than just dancing like no one's watching. And because in isolation, like literally no one is watching, I'm completely on my own. And I actually just get such a joy out of dancing in my kitchen on my own. So uh, the top track has to be Robin dancing on my own once a day, every day, full volume. This is the one. This is a classic. It feels so good. Um, Another favorite is Major Lazer's Light It Up. So I've recently really gotten into at-home dance workouts for cardio because they're free, they're easy to do in a small space. I'm trying all different styles. And there's this one called Soconomics. It's by a trainer called Selena Watkins. And it's all um, Caribbean-inspired movement. Uh, lots of whining and grinding and sweating. Like dance all like you're bringing the carnival to your kitchen. And Major Lazer is the perfect soundtrack. Uh, number three, Missy Elliott. Work it. I mean very obvious reasons you're putting your thing down you're flipping it you're reversing it especially in quarantine you need to take a dna test you need to take a second you need to remind yourself that you are indeed 100 percent that bitch so <laughs> so my fourth track oh it's not a track oh, can we make it let's make a medley let's make a mega mix it's all lizzo we're talking good as hell because i love you a juice a truth hurts everything number five let's talk ariana grande give me seven rings Okay, because it's quite um, it's quite shoulder shimmy. <laughs> it's quite shoulder sh- shimmy-ish, shimmy uh, It feels cute, it feels sexy. You can vogue to it. Uh, for number six, since we're talking voguing and we're talking feeling fabulous, and we're talking Ariana moves. 
there's actually this instructor who not only does a sick seven rings choreography but he does like every pop song out there in three to five minute videos on youtube breaks them down really easy to follow but you feel like you've got a proper routine uh, his name is caleb marshall he's also known as the fitness marshall and my favorite routine of him so far is for lady gaga's stupid love track seven let's get latino let's go with santana smooth uh, you can practice some like little strictly salsa steps of this actually i really love the latin dance workout videos i found online especially from nicole steedman so much fun you don't even need to feel like you're exercising because it's just it's just like being in a club it's muy bien we need some rock in here uh we need to let go we need to like headbang we need something anthemic we can sing at the top of our lungs foo fighters the best i'm torn you know between monkey wrench best of you times like these can we have another medley <laughs> yeah let's have another medley okay uh and uh some old school hip-hop r&b obviously track number nine let's get down good low no diggity black street and for track number 10 i just realized we've not put beyonce in well, she's got going isn't she crazy in love without a shadow of a doubt. It's got the booty popping. It's got strutting. It's got that dramatic fall to the floor at the beginning. It's got the thumb lick that traces down your body, man. It's perfect. Stay home, but keep dancing. Ooh, Vic Hope. I'm not sure you can put Foo Fighters and Beyonce and No Diggity in the same list. That's confused my brain, I have to say. Um, I think it's very hard to pick a number one kitchen disco song because if i was with my friends i'd have a very different reaction to the songs that would if you're on your own then what is your number one song it really depends on my mood if i'm honest i'll so, pick one i can't i can't pick one I, I mean i love a bit of soft rock what do you mean by soft rock oh you know like total eclipse of the heart or like you know a bit of bon jovi or something like that you anything 90s r&b i'm guessing is. yeah i was gonna say i basically only listen to old school r&b uh, i've been told off in the office many a time for uh, only putting on the radio to kistery at all times in fact i'm gonna challenge anybody to come on and rank their top 10 beyonce list because i think it's impossible to do on that note, I'm going to say a big thank you to Vic Hope for her kitchen disco inspiration. We're coming to that time again in our episode where we are turning to the musings of the mind and we have stylist Susan Riley with her alternative thought for the day. When the world's back to normal, I can tell you now, we'll have quiz fatigue because holy cow, never before has there been such a tiz over that humblest of things we all call a quiz. I can't recall when a few questions and answers proved to be such a strong soul enhancer, a weekly fix of virtual trivia. An example, what's the capital of Bolivia? How did it start? Who made that decision? And how was it not greeted with derision? They were never our favourite off-duty pursuit. And now all of a sudden we think it is cute to dress up, to theme them, to research all week. I've seen some in PowerPoint, yes, quite the feat. Some are quite funny, some can be tenser, a bit like the host is competing for Mensa. Are you one such, quiz mistress or master? Heaven sent to save us from social disaster, presiding over your game with the skill of Chris Tarrant. Are there cheaters? Who knows, it's never apparent. So why do we do it? It's not for cash prizes. I suppose if we're lucky, they might hold surprises. 
picture rounds, for example, can hold such strange joy. Ooh, is that Swiss chard or is it bok choy? If you haven't quizzed yet, you're not distancing properly. What are you playing at? Oh, right, Monopoly. Now quick, prep some questions, grab a pad and a pen, because in life after lockdown, we won't quiz again. I'm going to share this. I could not be more over the quiz. (laughs) (laughs) I have done more quizzing over the last few weeks than I care to ever do again. I mean, I don't go to pop quizzes. I don't know why it became about quizzes, but it really was like this unified moment, wasn't it? It Whenever I went, let's do a quiz. Let's do a quiz. Let's try and make our brains work even harder in the evening. (laughs) It's like being at school again. It's way too much uh, investment of time for me. I'll tell you what, though. I did do a quiz of my street this week and discovered there's a Guinness World Record holder in the street. On the street? On the street. I don't know. I'd have never got far enough into the quiz. I have a a habit (laughs) of quitting halfway through and pretending my phone died. Um, Although my my, uh, best friend has just suggested that we do a quiz based on all of our girls' holidays over the last uh, 15 years. Oh, yeah, loads more fun. That's my kind of quiz. Anyway, question of the day that we always have to ask, what is for dinner? So tonight, Alex, I am going to have a tuna steak probably seared uh, with a wasabi mash which was something I discovered a few years ago and it is so nice you get all the heat and the kick of the wasabi but the smoothness of the mash it's absolutely lovely and actually I tend to put some sesame seeds on the tuna a bit of soy so it's kind of a fusion dish wow that's quite full on actually it's quite chefy for you I like it I know it's not out of a packet well done me (laughs) (laughs) what are you having I am having something from Nigel Slater's uh, Green Feast book. Um, It's Halloumi, Mint and Aubergine. Um, It's such a good little book. Everything's vegetarian, which I'm actually not, but I'm not much of a a meat eater. Um, And everything's quite light, which I'm really craving at the minute after a solid five weeks of eating carbs three times a day three times 30 <laughs> times a day um yeah I'm, I'm sort of trying um off craving lighter food so uh yeah looking forward to that oh you're making me hungry now alex before we go let me remind you that you can subscribe to this lovely podcast to make sure you don't miss out on anything that's coming up because next week we have stylist very own columnist billy battier who's giving her alternative to quiz if you're fully over it like we are And we'll begin having a deep delve into our feelings of guilt, which might be overwhelming us at the moment. Oh, I have so much to say on that topic. Guilt is is my speciality topic, in fact. Well, I would dedicate the next episode to you, Alex Walker. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Working From Home with Stylist. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.